Troy are the Sunbelt champs, and Chadwell bolts Coastal for Liberty. It's Locked On Sunbelt. You are Locked On Sunbelt, your daily podcast on the Sunbelt Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Lockdown Sunbelt. I'm your host, Dave Schultz. I host Afternoons on Sports Radio 105.5 WNSP in Mobile, covering the South Alabama Jaguars. And prior to that, hosting mornings on 103.7 The Game, covering the Louisiana Ragin' Cajuns. It was all Troy in the Sunbelt Championship. Kind of felt like Coastal Carolina wasn't there, at least for the first half. Trojans defeat Coastal Carolina 45-26. Uh, and what a game for Gunnar Watson, the quarterback for the Trojans. 12 of 17, 318 yards, three touchdowns. But for the most part, it just felt like Coastal Carolina, perhaps distracted of the Jamie Chadwell rumors. And obviously, they were not real rumors. It's what happened. Uh, he is off to Liberty. We'll get back to that uh, a little bit later on. Uh, but Troy was playing at a different speed. I could give you like a 40-year reference, but it kind of felt like Troy was playing at like a single. Remember the 45-inch singles? They play on the record player. They were going that fast, and it looked like Coastal was playing at 33 and a third. It kind of felt like it looked like Coastal wanted no part of that football game, uh, and it showed early on. Troy, although recently had scored a bunch of points, were not offensive juggernauts, although that has changed, as I said, uh, recently. They have scored 34 points against Monroe. They scored 48 points against Arkansas State, 34 of them in the fourth quarter. And they come out and blister Coastal Carolina for 17 points in uh, the first quarter. But, I mean, this is how the game started. I mean, this is Troy goes down, scores a field goal, 3 nothing. Coastal goes 3 and out. Troy goes down, one play, scores a touchdown. Gunnar Watson, a 65-yard touchdown reception, mostly about a 15 to 20-yard touchdown pass, actually, and another 45 yards or so for Deshaun Stoudemire for the touchdown and less than six minutes into the game, about five and a half minutes into the game, Troy leads Coastal 10 to nothing. Coastal gets one first down on their next possession. They punt and Troy goes down and scores another touchdown. DK Billingsley, his first of three touchdowns on the game, an eight yard touchdown run. And before Coastal can break a sweat in the game, they're down 17, nothing. And it just looked like, I don't know if they cared or if they were disappointed because they had to play in Troy compared to hosting, which, you know, was going to be the case. But they lost last week against JMU because Grayson McCall wasn't back. And maybe people thought that they would play a little bit better with Grayson McCall, their banged-up quarterback, who apparently tried to play when he was supposed to be out three to six weeks, and this was the fourth week. So he does try to play, and they certainly rebounded in – uh, the second half, Grayson McCall overall, 29 of 41, 319, three touchdowns uh, and an interception. Now, some of that is going to be attributed to, I mean, Troy was up 31-7 at half. Coastal comes out, scores a touchdown to begin the second half, but then Troy goes right back and scores again. So it's 38-13. This game was never really in jeopardy for the Troy Trojans. And you have to give it up to John Summerall, the head coach of a, a Troy. First year head coach. They go 11-2. and two. 
They have not lost since their since the Hail Mary against App State. They all ranked, I think, 23rd and 24th in uh, the uh, respective polls that came out on Sunday. Uh, and certainly, John Sumrall is going to get a lot of, you know, chit-chat about him. Maybe not this offseason, but next. Kind of like, let's see him do it again. Uh, they will not have Carlton Marshall, uh, the NCAA's all-time uh, tackle leader. I think he has to leave college this time. Uh, but you kind of feel with... The transfer portal and what John Summerall has built there in one year would not be surprised if they challenged for the Sun Belt again. Uh, I think, you know, the Cajuns seem to be heading in the right direction. South Alabama, obviously, is bringing a lot of guys back, including Carter Bradley and Ladanian Webb uh, on their team. And we'll see if Southern Miss and Will Hall can continue to build uh, the Golden Eagles. But one would think that Troy is going to continue uh, to do uh, well uh, moving forward. And because of that, we'll see how long John Summerall is at uh, is at Troy. Uh, but again, they, they've lost two ball games this year. The one, the first one was his first game, Ole Miss. They lost 28 to 10. I got a feeling that'd be a little bit closer this time around. And uh, they lost 32-28 on that Hail Mary against uh, App State. Uh, they did struggle a couple of times down the stretch, eking out victories Won a 10-6 ball game against South Alabama. That's why they are Sun Belt champs. Otherwise, if South Alabama wins that ball game, South Alabama is hosting Coastal Carolina. And out of conference, uh, they battled Army 10-9. And don't forget, uh, they were down 17 to nothing against the Louisiana Raging Cajuns. And we had uh, Mike Desimo, head coach of uh, the Cajuns, on last week. And he says he's never seen anything like that. They're pitching a shutout into the fourth quarter for two and a half quarters. You know, it was all Louisiana. I mean, Troy scored right at the beginning of the fourth quarter. So, but still it was Louisiana scored their last touchdown halfway through the second quarter or halfway through the third quarter. And it was all Louisiana. And again, some big wins for Troy. Uh, they even had to pull out a second half win against Texas state. They were down 14 to 10, but they win that ball game uh, 17 uh, to 14. They beat South Alabama 10-6, to beat the Cajuns 23-17, uh, and then they kind of routed their way uh, through the rest. The UL Monroe game, 34-16, not that close. The Arkansas State ball game was a little bit interesting because it was 2019 into the fourth quarter, and Arkansas State fell apart uh, in the rain, and Troy rolled to a 48-19 victory. Uh, I would say, huh, ironically, is it ironically, coincidentally, Oddly enough, maybe is the right term. The Arkansas State 48 to 19 ball game was a lot closer than the 45 to 26 coastal game because Arkansas State was actually ahead in that ball game in the second half and was down by one before James Blackman threw a pick six to uh, kind of get the ball rolling in the wrong direction, or at least for Arkansas State. That's when Troy uh, put the ball game away. All right, so Troy wins the ball game 45 26. And uh, that was part of the news. The other news is Jamie Chadwell. Was he leaving? Was he staying? What was going on? We'll talk about the Coastal Carolina head coach and his decision to move on to Liberty. You're listening to Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. Today's episode of Locked On Sunbelt is brought to you by Omaha Steaks. The holidays are here and achieving gifting greatness when you give the gift of perfectly aged, 
tender and delicious Omaha Steaks. The steak experts at Omaha Steaks have put together special gift packages to help you take the guesswork out of gifting and making you a holiday hero. Go to omahasteaks.com and use code LOCKEDON at checkout to get $30 off your order. Send an assortment an assortment of mouth-watering favorites, guaranteed to impress, like the legendary butcher's cut filet mignon, air-chilled boneless chicken, ultra-juicy burgers, and even easy-to-prepare comfort meals that are ready in a flash. Omaha Steaks is ready to ship your order right away, so shop early and beat the shipping rush. Go to omahasteaks.com and use promo code LOCKEDON at checkout. Omaha Steaks is a gift from the heart, a gift that will be remembered with every unforgettable bite. Order with complete confidence today, knowing you're ordering from the very best. Visit omahasteaks.com, use promo code LOCKEDON at checkout to get an extra $30 off your order. Minimum order may be required. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. So coming into the game, all kinds of rumors that uh, Jamie Chadwell, the head coach of Coastal Carolina, was moving on. It came out late last week that uh, Liberty was going to re- Liberty, who had lost you freeze, was going after Jamie Chadwell. And I, on my radio show on WNSP, I'm wondering why you would do that. Is that an easier place to win? What? How? How is that a better football program than where he's at? Right now, I just don't know. I know Hugh Freeze has had some success there. Uh, well, that was put to rest on Coastal Carolina pays $1 million and Liberty paying $4 million. That takes care of that question. All right, that answers that really quickly. It does not change the fact that maybe, just maybe, Coastal Carolina is a better program. What they are without Grayson McCall not one, not two, but the three-time Sunbelt Player of the Year, that's going to be the interesting question. Because a lot of, I mean, Coastal Carolina fell off dramatically this past year in terms of talent, although they still went nine and three. They had a very good season. Uh, they lost a fluky game to Old Dominion, and it was fluky because Old Dominion didn't win another football game after that. Uh, and then they got beat by two better football teams uh, with a banged-up quarterback. One game he was playing and one game, uh, he wasn't. And JMU, I think, would have given Troy a much better ball game had that rule been into effect or not been into effect, where if you move up from FCS to FBS, uh, you can't play in a bowl game or a conference championship game. It's a re- rather stupid rule is, uh, is what it is. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, is Liberty, that's the question, is Liberty really a better program than Coastal Carolina. Coastal Carolina has been one of the preeminent group of five teams over the last three years. Is that Chadwell? Is it Grayson McCall? You know, we're never going to find that out because they're both probably leaving, although we'll find out about Grayson McCall uh, because I don't know where he's going to get drafted. Is he a draftable QB? He may just want to move on with his life, and that's fine. You would think someone would give Grayson McCall a shot. He's very efficient usually doesn't make mistakes, can run with the football. You would think that someone 
would give him a shot. So looking at Liberty and their schedule, uh, Liberty, uh, Hugh Freeze got there in 2019. All right. They went eight and five. In 20, they went 10 and one. Uh, that was Malik Willis's first year, or this, uh, you know, his big year there. Then they went eight and five when all of the talent left and really was all Malik Willis. He carried them to an eight and five uh, season, including a uh, lending tree bowl victory here in Mobile against Eastern Michigan, 56 to 20. And then this year, without Malik Willis, uh, they are eight and four. They did falter down the stretch, losing to UConn, Vatek, and New Mexico State when the Hugh Freeze rumors you know, heated up that he was leaving. Well, let's see what they were before Hugh Freeze got there. All right. In 18, they're six and six. In 17, six and five. In 16, six and five. In 15, hold on. In 15, six and five. In 14, nine and five. And I believe then they moved up to. Uh, FBS the year after that. But you got to go all the way back to 2014 to find them with nine wins. And then do we need to go back any further? 2013, eight wins. That's pretty good. 2012, six and five. 2011, seven and four. So they're pretty good. Hugh Freeze and Malik Willis put them on the map in terms of you know, making them a national, I don't want to say power, but certainly uh, an outstanding group of five program. I just don't, I just don't know if it's a better program than Coastal Carolina. The Sun Belt is as hot as you can get in terms of conference. Uh, they got a new, what, whatever their commercial is that shows where the conference is all the way from like Marshall to Texas state. It's outstanding. And as much as I had previously criticized you know, what the Sun Belt was doing, certainly over the last year, they have done an outstanding job. And I'm not sure Liberty is the job that he thinks it's going to be. I, I, he being Jamie Chadwell, certainly wishing him uh, the best of luck. They are uh, in Conference USA. And those teams are not as good. Charlotte, Florida Atlantic, FIU, although Florida Atlantic just hired Tom Herman. You got La Tech, which got left behind. They got all cocky when the conference realignment was coming, and they ended up still in Conference USA. Middle Tennessee, North Texas, Rice, you know, UAB, UTEP, UTSA, which is pretty good, and Western Kentucky, who actually South Alabama uh, has uh, in the bowl game. But it's not that great compared to – you know, we'll see what App State is. I presume they will rebound. What Coastal is, what JMU could be. Uh, the Cajuns are good. Marshall is good. South Alabama is good. Southern Miss is good. Troy is good. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. Outside of the millions, and I, I'm not blaming him for going for, you know, millions of dollars. And uh, even if Coastal doubled. Even if they doubled it, I mean, two million to four million, you can't, uh, or one to two million, they still can't blame them from going for uh, the big paycheck. You just never know when it's going to happen. I know guys who thought they were going to get it or were a little bit too patient and moved on. And then you have others who were incredibly patient and uh, did get paid. So we'll see how that works out. I'm not 
I certainly understand why I did it. I mean, it doesn't take a super genius to figure that out, but I'm not sure uh, that his path is any easier, especially with the expanded playoffs. We'll see when it gets to 16. Obviously, that was announced last week. It's going to be a 12-team playoff. And, you know, in a good year, I mean, how far away, I don't think they would have made it, but how far away would Troy have been if they were 12-1 and and their only loss is to Ole Miss? They'd be on the brink, right? I'm not sure they'd be in the top 12, but they'd have one loss to a Power 5 SEC team, and they'd be right there. I mean, Tulane is 14th. Tulane is 14th in the AP. Now, I... You don't lose one game. You lose one game, and a Sunbelt team is going to have a shot. Even next year, South Alabama, you know, may may have a tougher schedule playing some teams in the East and on the road, uh, but they have, uh, they're at Tulane, which should be a fun matchup in New Orleans, and they're at Oklahoma State. I mean, are those going to be winnable ball games? Maybe, with the guys that are coming back. All of a sudden, you win those ball games. First of all, they're early on, so you'll get ranked. And then you run through the Sun Belt, and you're going to be right there. You won't be in the top four, but you're going to be close to where a top 12 would be. That is uh, for sure. All right, uh, let's take another timeout. We will look at the bowl games that the Sun Belt is playing in. Uh, they have seven different uh, bowl games, and not what I was expecting, although by the time uh, they were going to be announced today, it seemed that most people had them uh had predicted correctly where they were going. We'll be back after this. You're listening to Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. At Lockdown Sunbelt, we believe the home should be where you and your family feel safest, especially over the holidays. This season, give yourself and your family the gift of peace and protection with the number one rated home security system, Simply Safe. And right now, Simply Safe is offering Lockdown Sunbelt listeners 40% off a new security system. But don't put this off because this offer won't last. Simply Safe was named the best home security system of 2022 by U.S. News and World Report a third year in a row. Simply Safe is security for the entire home with advanced sensors for every room, window, and door, HD security cameras for inside and out, smarter ways to detect motion that alert you only when a threat is real. With a top-rated Simply Safe app, stay in complete control of your system, arm or disarm, unlock for a guest, you have access to your cameras, or adjust the system as you see fit. Don't miss your chance to save big on my favorite security system. Get 40% off any new system at simplysafe.com forward slash locked on college today. That's simplysafe.com forward slash locked on college. There's no safe like Simply Safe. All right, back with more on Locked on Sunbelt, your team every day. And half of the conference is going bowling. It is fantastic you had the great game last week a couple weeks ago i guess i'll stick with last week was obviously app state and georgia southern a classic that the winner was going to go bowling and the loser was going to go home but you also had southern miss had to go on the road to win and louisiana had to go on the road to win and they did all right so it starts out with troy which is now a top 25 matchup troy is playing a utsa in the cure bowl that's in orlando Troy is number 24, and UTSA is number 25. I'm not sure if it was Brett McMurphy, but someone has suggested that would be a high-powered offense versus a really good defense, and I had to ask which is which, because as we mentioned, Troy scored over 100 points, closer to 120 in their last three ballgames. 
So, and Troy's defense is uh, absolutely formidable. Just ask Coastal Carolina. So good job by Troy and UTSA. Again, a lot of times you want to play, you know, the group of five teams want to play power five teams uh, in the bowl game to see if they can match up. Uh, Southern Miss will be coming to Mobile to take on Rice. That's in the Lending Tree Bowl. So we'll get a, a look at uh, Frank Gore Jr. here in town. Uh, very exciting for Will Hall uh, in his second year as he takes gold, the Golden Eagles back to another bowl. Marshall and Charles Huff going to take on uh, UConn in the Myrtle Beach Bowl. Uh, pretty good job by Jim Moore Jr. there as well. I mean, UConn goes from perhaps the worst. I mean, it was a race between UConn and ULM for most embarrassing Division One football team. And Jim Moore Jr. is going, is taking UConn to a bowl game. That's a really good coaching job. And obviously, Charles Huff has done a great job with Marshall uh, as well. They are going to Myrtle uh, Beach to play in the Myrtle uh, Beach Bowl. South Alabama and their 10 wins, probably a little bit disappointed only because they're not Sunbelt champs. Uh, but they do get to play in New Orleans uh, at the R&L Carrier New Orleans Bowl. Uh, that's good because it's close by. Not great because it's on a Wednesday. When the Cajuns used to go to that ball game, it used to be on the weekend. And so everyone would drive down either the night before or that day, and the uh, city would fill up with red. We'll see if the city uh, fills up with blue. It does uh, have South Alabama taking on former Sunbelt foe, Western Kentucky. So that could be a good matchup as well uh, for those who watched. Western Kentucky played Auburn tough for the first half. So that's not going to be an easy ball game. Uh, it is on a Wednesday night, December 21st uh, at 8 p.m. Uh, Central Time. Uh, the Cajuns, who we mentioned, uh, qualified on the last day of the regular season. They will take on Houston in Shreveport. Uh, it is the Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl. And so Lafayette, who had all the coaches leave and the players leave, uh, they right the ship, uh, having won, won two out of the last three to get to a bowl game. Uh, they will take on Dana Hogenson's Houston Cougars on a Friday afternoon at 3 p.m. That's leading into the Christmas weekend on Friday, December 23rd. Uh, Georgia Southern and their high-flying offense, Kyle Van Treese, will play in Montgomery at the Camellia Bowl. Uh, they will take on the Buffalo Bulls out of the MAC. They will be playing. It's an 11 a.m. local time start. So 11 a.m. on a Tuesday morning uh, that Georgia Southern will take on Buffalo. And again, uh, that ball game, that Georgia Southern App State game will go down in uh, history, probably on both sides of that thing. So uh, a good job by Clay Helton's Eagles uh, to move on to take on uh, Buffalo. And Coastal Carolina will take on East Carolina, they will play in the Ticket Smarter Birmingham Bowl. That is also on Tuesday, but it's at night. A little rush hour action there in Birmingham, 5.45 uh, p.m. Tuesday, December 27th. So seven teams going bowling. It's an outstanding season for uh, the Sun Belt. Troy, a well-deserved championship. I would have liked to see them go up against JMU. Nothing you can do about that, but I think a JMU... I would have made a much better ball game. Uh, not only is their coach staying, at least for the time being, uh, but 
they would have been much more into it, as you could tell by their route of Coastal Carolina. Of course, Coastal, they'd beaten Southern Miss at home, but lost to JMU without Grayson McCall. So they had beaten Southern Miss without Grayson McCall, uh, but they weren't going to beat JMU. You could even make a case, and I know Grayson McCall's got these great stats, but you could even make a case for Todd Santeo as the uh, Sunbelt player of the year, the quarterback for JMU. Without him, they were not very good, and with him, they routed Coastal Carolina. So uh, we will, uh, of course, preview uh, a lot of the bowl games as they're coming up. Uh, we will also look into the uh, transfer portal uh, with coaches coming and going, players coming and going. Uh, you hope these players who are jumping into the portal like the Blake Watsons of the world and the Allie Jennings of the world um, running back from uh, Old Dominion and uh, wide receiver Allie Jennings. Uh, hopefully they find a spot. You would think that they would. They're both very talented players, but there are going to be a lot of players in uh, the portal. And hopefully uh, they will be able to uh, find a spot. Uh, and do it quickly because uh, you got the portals opening up on the 5th and you got the signing day, which is just over two weeks later, ending on the 21st. So it'll be interesting to see on how the teams, uh, you know, go after that with the portal and uh, the uh, the signing day, early signing day, all at the same time. All right. Once again, I'm your host, Dave Schultz. Thanks very much for tuning in to Locked on Sunbelt. And uh, we will continue uh, looking at the bowls and all of the transactions that I'm sure will be coming up in the days ahead. Once again, thanks very much for tuning in to Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day.